Interior. A familiar-looking apartment, which is also the scene of a crime. A body lays on the couch, covered with a sheet. Uniformed police officers are taking notes and collecting evidence as one of them brings a newly arrived detective into the apartment and indicates one of his co-workers. Sway detective, this is Officer Dan Owens. He was first on the scene. The detective, chomping on a cigar, removes the stogie from his mouth and starts directing traffic. All right, all right, I want everyone out of this room. Everyone, now! You heard him. Come on, everyone out. The other officers are shooed out the door, but the detective motions for Officer Owens to hang back, leaving them as the only two still in the apartment. Uh, not not you. You stay back. All right, what do we got here, Owens? Uh, well, sir, the victim was uh, a male in his 30s, uh, multiple and varied stab wounds. He was found by a neighbor. Uh, you know, no forced entry and no one heard a thing. Looks like we got ourselves a real crime of passion, don't we? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, we do. Hey, doesn't this place look a lot like the Seinfeld apartment? Indeed, it does. In fact, it is obviously set up almost exactly like Jerry's apartment from the sitcom Seinfeld. It's weird, huh? Uh, what the hell are you talking about? Well, uh, well, I'm just saying, you know, uh, the couch here, the kitchen over there, it looks a lot like the, uh, uh, well, Jerry's apartment from Seinfeld. Yeah, 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 no, 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 no. What, what's Seinfeld? Well, you know, the TV show. Uh, sorry, kid, I don't own a TV. Okay, but you've seen Seinfeld. Hey, hey kid, I told you. I don't own a television. So you've never heard of Seinfeld? Uh, look, kid, I go to museums. I read books. I hate TV. I walk into a room with a television. I walk right back out. You got it? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm sorry, all right? All right, let's take a look here. <sighs> the detective lifts the sheet off of the body to look at its face, then drops it. Ooh, baby. Whoever did that really wanted him dead, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah. Owens is busy examining a bookshelf full of sports stuff. Oh, man, this this guy really loved <clears throat> baseball, huh? That's a, look at all this memorabilia. Uh, what the hell are you talking about? Oh, I'm just saying, all this stuff is pretty expensive. <laughs> guy must be like a regular Bob Costas, huh? What? Oh, uh, Bob Costas, right. He uh, He's on TV. He knows, like, everything about baseball. Yeah, no, baseball. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, come on. Kid, I don't have a TV. You don't need a TV to know about baseball. Really? Well, you must have because I don't know what you're talking about. Come on, baseball? It's a sport. Baseball. And not once has this so-called baseball ever helped me solve a crime, so we stay on target? Sure. Now, now back up. Look at this. The detective points to something behind the couch, which he goes to pick up. What? Well, looks like we got a murder weapon right here. Look at that. The detective holds up what appears to be a very old dagger. Oh, boy, look at that. Look at that. That looks like a, a bayonet from World War II, right? What's that, another TV show? What? Come on, World War II? Hey, Turnbox, I don't own a television. You're telling me you've never heard of World War II? Bingo! Come on, Adolf Hitler? Well, what's he, another one of your Fieldstein characters? No, it's Seinfeld, and he killed millions of people. Yeah, well, unless your buddy Hitler killed this guy, I suggest we move on. Okay, fine. All right, fine. Okay, so uh, no forced entry, no sign of struggle. Maybe the uh, maybe the two people knew each other, right? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like a neighbor, right? Like someone who has a key, comes over a lot. Right, right, okay, yeah. Let me think, let me think. So he, he comes through the door, right? He walks in like this. The detective goes out of the apartment into the hallway, then bursts through the door in the style of Kramer from Seinfeld. Oh, oh come on! You're doing Kramer! What? You're doing Kramer! I don't know what you're talking about! The detective notices something on the kitchen counter and gestures to it, again in the style of Kramer. Oh, there's two bowls of soup right here. Yeah, alright, so... Eh, well, one's empty and one's completely untouched. So what, you think someone didn't like his soup and killed him over it? What, like some kind of soup Nazi? No! No, you just referenced a Seinfeld episode and Hitler's political party that took over half of Europe. You're a what now? Oh, give me a break. Hey, kid, I'm trying to solve a crime here, all right? We've got no clues, no suspects, no witnesses. Look, it's the bottom of the night, Owens, and we need a grand slam. That's baseball. That's cop talk. Oh, give me a break. This is ridiculous. Suddenly, the killer, who appears to be George Costanza from Seinfeld, or looks a lot like him, Bursts out of the bedroom with the butcher knife. Die, Jerry! The killer rushes towards Officer Owens, but the detective takes him out with a single judo chop to the neck. Oh my god. Yeah, looks like we got our perp, huh? Uh, You saved my life. I can't believe it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, well, you know, that's something you don't learn on TV. The detective pulls out a pair of aviator sunglasses from his jacket and slips them on as a classic guitar riff plays from seemingly nowhere. What the hell? Well, that's CSI Miami. I watch CSI, obviously. Okay, I'm out of here. I I watch it on iTunes! And scene... <laughs> all right, all right. Well, hold on, wait, wait. Pause, pause here, because this is the part. Hold on, hold on. No, this I'm gonna put in the okay. uh, I'm gonna put in the Seinfeld music here. Give it one second. Yeah, I'm clearly lying. I'm not gonna take the time to do that. So go ahead. We'll do it. That one was for Aaron Powell, by the way, and I hope he's watching live. And if he's not, he'll see it later. Well, I I hope he is a fan, ladies and gentlemen. It's Saturday. You know what that means? No, it's not. No, it's not. I'll tell you what it actually is. It's one of the darkest goddamn days in history because today we lost a legend. And we're going to talk about that tonight. We'll probably talk only about that tonight because I, yeah, it's something we we want to talk about. My name is Shannon Young. I'm going to be your host tonight. Uh, The cast uh, from the Not Ready for Podcast Players or whatever we used to call it back when we were witty. That's it. That's what it it was. Okay. Hey, uh, Hunter, Hunter Hunter Hendricks is here. No, no, that's baseball. Uh, honestly, Charlie Day is here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just give it up for Charlie Day. <laughs> Watch it on iTunes. Give him, give him, give him his flowers. Where he's are they? so we good. Go. He's so good at it. <laughs> Playing the part of the killer and officer, Lindsay Wolfgong, who definitely forgot her line. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't realize I forgot had two because someone told me I had one and then one. So you were lied yeah, to. No, it's it's fine. You were I lied was to. playing Animal yeah. Crossing and was distracted and I apologize. Okay, Shelby. <laughs> Look, I had ten minutes to go see Timmy and Tommy before their sh- their store closed up. <laughs> also joining us tonight, unfortunately, he was a little late to make uh to make performance. Tanner Calvert. I'm I'm here. I'm here. How do I sound? You sound good. That's the new setup, isn't it? 
Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Temporarily, we're we're testing it out. Gotcha. Yeah, Tanner got a new microphone, and he needed me to get on Discord to test it out. But I just got home. Literally got home ten minutes ago, maybe fifteen minutes ago. I really don't know how long this show goes for anymore. Um, well, all I can say is the audio quality's got to be better than that that Yeti. It sounds pretty darn good. It sounds pretty good, but I good. I use a Yeti. Yeah, but you got yeah, a more too. expensive Yeti. I do. I have the World of Warcraft Special Edition, including... Oh, let me pull up the uh, voice modulator so I can change my no, voice. Oh, don't do that. Here we no. go. No, it's, no. It, it's not... Please don't do that. Really quick, Hunter, before we make everyone really sad... Yeah. Let's make everybody really happy. Okay. By announcing that we're closing down the podcast. No, uh, can you please read off the legendary names in that Podzilla 1985 chat? I can. I'm going to start and, with one that and by the way, Cody and Tanner might recognize. There's some good ones in there. There's some good really ones are. in there right now. Yeah. Uh, yep. uh, Cody and Tanner might recognize Asa Gray as Scones' Cider, noted baptism critic. Okay. Uh, that's Kerm. a really long name. That's a that's an office bit. That's a bit from the office. Okay. Yes, uh, Cody himself is spit of the moment. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Tanner, you know that one. Ethan is the cocaine huggy bear. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and of course, my name is crying cuddle cornucopia. Uh, Bob's That's just literate. changed not too long ago from or to uh, Woodstock's freakout zone. So, <laughs> oh, uh, no. I think Jesse's my favorite and one. Jesse is stroking the jerkler, of course, <laughs> um, mm. which is followed right by the Batman that reads, which is one of these <laughs> Yes, I am the Batman that reads. Kaz, Kaz is a phrase that reads the town's name was Doomsdale. Doomsdale. Uh, <laughs> and still Dale capitalized. Yes, it is. Still, still superhero related. Uh, Shannon is Gorham needs a hero. <laughs> I don't quite know how to pronounce Shelby's. I assume it's Taco Ma Beast. Yes. Taco no, Taco Ma Beast. Taco Ma Beast. That was this morning. Shannon was very, very tired as we were behind a truck. So I now I realize should have had an H in there. Well, That's I what throw me off. Well, I, I realize now that it was it was a Tacoma truck, and the sticker was uh, Tacoma Beast, but Tacoma I Beast. read it as Taco Ma Beast. Taco Ma Beast. Like it's a Taco Mom, <laughs> and yeah. she's a beast. I don't think- I don't it hate that one either, honestly. Start to my day. Yeah. Um, Stephen is children of all dudes. <laughs> uh, Tanner is the hardcore super baby. <laughs> finally, because we now have 13 fucking people in there, Kurgis is vampire head ass CGI. <laughs> which is just I love so much. You remember, do you remember that skit? No. So it's it's SNL. SNL. It was when Willem Dafoe hosted. Not a great episode, but he had a couple good skits on there. And this was Nice Jail, where he he wanted you to come to Nice Jail, and he had like a like a I I, you could either picture Dracula or Paul Ryan that hairstyle, and he talked about how how he went to regular jail, and the first time his his cellmate looked at him said, "Oh hell no, what's your vampire head ass." And then, and then later held a mirror up to him and said, "Why you got a reflection with your vampire head ass?" That was the running joke was vampire head ass, and it's funny to listen to Willem Dafoe say vampire head ass over and over again. Although the accent yeah. he did it in, extremely racist, because it was oh hell no oh. with your vampire head ass, like mm, Willem Dafoe, Ooh. back it up, buddy. 
Yikes. Back it up. I'm sure that was What's he going to do? Is he going to hit him with the Flappy Dicky next? What are we doing was here? He, was he in Daybreakers? Was that maybe when that was going on? Yes, he was in Daybreakers. No, no, this God, is recent. Oh, okay. This is the the one. Uh, well, do you remember? You remember his episode, right? The one where it was, was like it cut for time. It was extremely yeah. sexual. That that episode. I don't know if it was cut for time. Yeah. or not. I don't know if it was cut for time. I think it might have been cut for time. I don't remember this sketch at all. No, I I thought maybe it was around the time of Daybreakers. Boy, Daybreakers was a terrible movie. Disagree. It was just so bad. Disagree. <laughs> Disagree. Oh. I liked it. Oh, I liked it. have you watched it recently? Nope. I barely watched it the first time. Uh, exactly. Yeah, we saw it in theaters. It's so notoriously for many years. Between the two of us, it was that movie uh, oh. where, where you just go, I'll never forgive you for this. Vampire head ass. <laughs> I will never financially recover from this movie. I thought it was, it was uh, awful, man. What a, what a worst movie I've ever seen in theaters. Okay. Wow. I didn't think it was that bad, but I really didn't it pay was, attention to it. Dumb. It's so dumb, dude. That movie um, is so stupid. I thought it had a good premise. Vampires have taken over the world and they're bleeding out Great humans. Premise. Yeah. Great premise. Great cast. Terrible execution. Ethan Hawke, Willem Dafoe, Sam Neill. Yeah. 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 Awful execution. I mean, I I distinctly remember watching it going, why is any of this happening? The only two movies I could ever think of being in the theater for and going, I don't know why I'm here and I hate this was The Nutty Professor 2. I hated it. I hated it. That's fair. I fell asleep during it. I was so mad at my brother for making me go see it. And uh, Stigmata. I. No, 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 not Stigmata. Uh, Fear.com. Fear.com. Real bad. Yeah, Stigmata was bad too. Though. Stigmata wasn't great, but Fear.com was like literally the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, this is bad. Like, I know I'm stupid, but even I am not entertained by this. This is bad. I liked Wild Wild West. I watched it three times in theater. Uh, this is bad. I, <laughs> the first movie I ever remember just straight up hating in the theater. And to, to be fair, I don't know if it's actually bad because I was in middle school. Uh, I had to look it up because I didn't know what the name was. Uh, it was a movie that Alicia Silverstone did in 1997. And I now know Christopher Walken. Nope. Christopher Walken and Benicio Del Toro were oh. in it too, which I didn't even oh, remember. It was um, called Excess Baggage. Excess Baggage, yes. That's what I was trying to think. Not and I, Double Bag. Yeah, it was bad. so bad. It's the first movie I remember leaving before it was over. Granted, it was only like 15 minutes before it was over, but I, I was it's so bad. bored out of my mind. Yeah. I just walked out. What a uh, bad most back recent back one? for her. Oh, God. The most she went Batman and Robin movies. and then that. Yep. Oh my God. Uh, okay. You want Eternals? Talk about- probably Eternals was real bad. Oh, Some- it's something I'm super so glad offensive. we spent time with Disney Plus on that. So Fuck. I looked up a list. I've been looking up a lot of stuff about Suicide Squad with the with the game coming out and not wanting to play it, but I want to know what's going on. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, someone posted a list of the best Batman movies in the you know uh, ranked them all. I've seen rankings before, and they usually go the same. Batman and Robin's usually dead last. Um, Justice League is usually second to last, but Zack Snyder's Justice League is much further up on the list, which thank you. Um, and the number one's usually Dark Knight or Batman or The Batman with Robert Pattinson. Well, this list put The Dark Knight at like third or fourth to last, and it had Batman and Robin as like number three. And I was like, what? And they're like, well, hear hear me out. Before, is it a nostalgia on. thing? I'll have to. I'd have to look it up. Um, and I don't remember what I looked up the first time. But his, his reasoning for it was because it's camp. He's like, it's supposed to be camp. This is so entertaining. How are you guys not entertained? And I'm like, I don't think it was supposed to be camp. No, that's revisionist history. It became history. camp. Yeah, right. Yeah. It became camp when everybody realized how bad it was at everything else. Right. Yeah. I, Joel yeah, Schumacher yeah. is a great director. He is a great director. He directed The Lost Boys. He, he directed Phantom he of the Opera. He can be a great director. 
Well, he even said he went on record as saying that like the executives wanted it louder and weirder, and he was basically doing what they they wanted him to do. He was a good director on his own merits, um, but the 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 they were so upset by the backlash from Batman Returns because it was too dark and violent that Batman Forever had to be more colorful and sillier, and then Batman and Robin had to be even more color color <laughs> colorful and sillier. Colorier and. Uh, I still remember going to the Tanner knows the Pulaski video where Kirk waters, the Kirk waters collection came from, um, coming soon to gaming grounds when they had before Batman and Robin came out, I had dreams about, cause I didn't go to the theaters and watch it. I had dreams about it coming out. I wanted to watch it so bad. We, I could have put this on the list of disappointments last night. If we were talking about films, when, when Batman and Robin finally came out and I watched it, I was like, this is one of the most disappointing things I've ever seen in my life. I'm so mad at this fucking movie. What is? Who is this for? Is this only for John Waters? Like, <laughs> what is exclusively. happening? Exclusively. Exclusively. I mean, he he also he directed Falling Down, which is a great movie. Is that the Michael so Douglas I'll, I'll one? Give, yeah, he yeah. directed that, um, and and that's great. But then he also directed Phone Booth. And is, like, is that the one with Sam Worthington? No, it's uh, Colin Farrell. No, Colin Farrell. Oh, I've never seen that one. I've never seen that. One. <laughs> yeah, it's it's oh, not great. Well, Shannon, not, yeah, Batman and Robin has one good thing going for it. Bat nipples. No. Oh, Lisa Silverstone. Oh, he directed the number twenty three too. I That's, that was what I was looking at. See, right. I did not know that. To be no, fair, it also uh, had uh, it also had uh, um, Uma Thurman as as Poison Ivy, and even though I was gonna say. She was great in that. Let's clarify. No, no, nobody was great in that. Both of them were good actors, but nobody was good in that movie. Nobody was a good actor in, in that movie. In my Lisa head, didn't, was not a good thing going for no, I can, I can name one no. good actor in that movie. I can. Mm-hmm. Michael Go as Alfred. He played it straight laced. It was not com- comedic. He's a fantastic actor. He did a good job. Yeah, if only the byproduct because he of was him in very being a great actor scenes. and his I sort of say he wasn't yeah. in there very often <laughs> right. and his, so his lines didn't have the chance to get stupid. Uh, no, Caleb, no, nobody came out of that movie looking good. Caleb no. Tripp in the live chat says, I want a Batman Return-esque Penguin Viking funeral at St. Louis Zoo. Yeah, Batman Returns, the more I went back and watched it, I loved Batman Returns as a kid. I don't like it as much anymore. It's so not uh, Batman. Weird. Yeah, it's it treads a really weird line between that dark tone that he established that 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 uh, uh, Burton established with the yeah. first one, and then what ends up becoming of of Batman uh, Forever. Yeah, um, it's just it's a little it's a little weird. Yeah. Okay, I've got to ask after weird. all these years, I've never asked: Are those movies in the same universe? Yes, yes. technically, yeah. Technically, those first four movies are Our the same. Were supposed yeah. to be the same character. Well, okay. now to be fair, they were then. Now, well, okay, hang on. They were then, then they weren't as of last year with the Flash, and now they will yeah. be again because the Flash no longer counts anymore. So, well, yeah, sake. yeah, you burned my brain, yeah. but you're absolutely right because spoiler alerts: yeah. um, Michael Keaton was the Batman in the Flash, and at the end, it was George Clooney. Yeah, which fun, Clooney. funny, well, funny cameo, be... but um, right. <laughs> Great cameo. Look, that movie was good. I don't care what anybody. I liked says. it, dude. I, I don't. I don't. I'll never say it's a great movie, it was, but it was entertaining. No, it wasn't great. I, I, I didn't it. have the worst time watching it. Hey, I, uh, of all let, the let stuff me, they've done in a while, it was. It was perfectly cromulent. Yeah, let, let me hit you with this. Yeah. I don't 
give a shit about the DCU. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I, All right. I have fucking given up. No, fuck you. I wasted time Jesus on Christ. Man of Steel. I wasted time on Batman versus Superman. I wasted time on goddamn Justice League. Okay. And I will be right. goddamned if I wait seven hours Hold on, on Zack Snyder's Hold stupid on. ass. Let me, let me, let's backtrack here. Calm down. No. No, Let's you got me riled up now. We're going to talk about Carl Weathers, and we're here talking you about Batman, goddammit. You unzipped un- zipped him. So, to be I, I have still never seen Man of Steel. I've never seen Man oh. of Steel. Um, it's a dull-ass movie. That's what I've heard. It's awful. But I liked... I don't give a shit. What? I liked Batman v Superman. I did. Oh, I thought fuck. it was good. No. I, I liked it. I I, can't, I don't understand how. It, I still it, can't wrap my head around that it, one. It, it would be I, it would be a disservice to my opinion as as a, a journalist and as a person to just go. Oh yeah, I hated it because everyone else likes it. I'll stand by it. I liked it. And, uh, and I don't expect you no, to, but yeah. I, I I legitimately can't wrap my head around it. There, like, there, that's something I, we're gonna have to cover on extras and epilogues yeah. just so we can talk oh, about God, it. Oh yeah. God, yeah. I uh, there was some. I thought there were some very iconic moments in that movie. Um, Bruce Wayne rushing towards the destructing this destroying buildings in the beginning. Um, the whole of Superman when they blow up the courthouse and Superman's there by himself because he's invincible. Um, Batman in the in the armored suit, like a lot of that, I thought was really well done. But Jesse Eisenberg playing the role of Luther so poorly that even he years later, I don't want to talk about that. Says, how should I play? How should I play Lex Luthor? He said, "Not like me." <laughs> yeah, he was the worst part about it. I, I, yes, I, and even he knows it. Yeah, I, he I said outright, like it was, it was bad. Henry Cavill, by the end of uh, Justice League, I thought turned into a really good Superman. He nailed it at the end of Justice League. He did. Now, let it be known, I have no problem with Henry Cavill as Clark Kent slash Superman. Right. He yeah. is good. Right. It is what yes. he was given to work with that was ass across the entire run. And yep. I think, and I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, I'm not going to say he's the best, but Ben Affleck is my favorite Batman. He is. I mean, that's fair. Uh, He's he not as bad as anybody Patton. made him out to be. Rob Pattinson's good, too. All the Batman have been good. Well, no. Man, yeah, except Clooney. Except Clooney. In hindsight, Pattinson is too, like, way too emo for me. He was extremely um, emo. Bruce Wayne there's, is, yes. Yeah, there's the yeah, there's nothing to his Bruce Wayne. I don't dislike his Batman, although he's a little. I love him as a Batman year one or year zero or whatever, which is basically what that was supposed what to is, be. Right. Um, I thought I thought that was great, but put him in any other version of that, and it's gonna be it's gonna be weird. Yeah. Um. But Henry, man, poor Henry Cavill. Like, I'm sorry. Can we take a minute and talk about this guy who is, is so good at everything? Yeah. Well, first of all, he's great at everything he does, and he's a huge nerd, and yeah. he loves all this stuff that he's doing, and he keeps getting screwed out of every possible version of it. He gets the shittiest Superman movies. He gets he's he's great as Geralt, and then he ends up having to like sort of give that up, and then not be able to get it back. And now that whole show is well, screwed. Okay, so like, for the record, for the record, didn't he give up Geralt for the DCU, which then kicked which him out? Then fell apart. Yes, yeah, yes. which then got got screwed over or got. Uh, rebooted i guess and so he got screwed over in the process and then they've already done the next like witcher with uh uh whichever uh, uh liam hemsworth liam yeah. Yeah. yeah nobody cares nobody nobody's watching this fucking show no um, it's going to fall apart now because he's not there <clears throat> apparently he's finally getting something warhammer related yes. off the, the ground yeah uh i expect that will go poorly because yes. that's just how things that's, are with him it he's cursed surrounds him. he's cursed which is <laughs> a shame because he's so good i, I enjoyed him 
Oh god, yeah. I was really I was looking forward to it. And then the embargo came out and I don't know if I'm willing to spend theater price to see it. You want to talk about casts? That's got Henry Cavill. That's got Sam Rockwell. That's got uh, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard. Bryce, I could not think of the first name. Bryce Dallas Sam Howard. Jackson. Sam Jackson. Catherine O'Hara. Uh, who plays her dad? Catherine Brian O'Hara Cranston. Plays her, mom. her dad's Brian Cranston. And John it's, Cena. John so Cena. Dua Lipa. For five minutes, I, I heard. I literally. Well, both of them, because yeah. they're in the very beginning of the movie. I, I dropped a link to you guys earlier. It was from the Boston.com. He was angry site. about it. <laughs> the review literally said Argyle is the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> and you know it cost two hundred million dollars to make. And where did that money go? I so I read the entire plot. I after reading that article, I, I went and read yeah, the entire plot. So so quick does anybody care about a quick spoiler? No. no. I mean you're live, so you're gonna have to worry about that. But yeah. Okay, so if you don't want a spoiler, it's not a spoiler for the film other than what it ties into this is your warning five four three two one so apparently it's set in the same universe as kingsman as kingsman yeah yeah oh see i didn't catch that part at all yeah, yeah at the end of the movie scene, apparently yeah it's it's wow. the same unit so this all takes place in the same universe as kingsman kingsman which yeah. was beloved at least the look, first one i don't look. know how the second one was well regarded i hey, look, i didn't look, like the second one. Tell Jesse, but they're fine they're, they're fine they're okay. you know hey, i very much not. enjoyed them when i watched them the first time like i was probably on jesse's level of ecstatic but hey. i also get that on subsequent rewatches it's they're okay hey jesse yeah. motherfucker i know you're not listening if i want to watch a good spy movie i'll watch fucking james bond right I don't That's need anybody watch. James Bond for me. Like I'm, I'm good. Thank you. I, I gotta tell you, I, I actually enjoy the Kingsman a lot. And that's fine. No, no one's gonna say you're wrong for enjoying it. Yeah, I just, I, I don't think they're anywhere near as good as how, what some people have made them out to be. But I don't, I don't think they're bad either. Right. I just, I couldn't tell you one thing. No, I, I take that back. I can tell you one thing. I couldn't tell you five things that happens across those three movies. I think it like, showed I, in in the head. first one. It showed or in the first one or second one. It sh- literally showed a girl's asshole at the end. I remember hearing about that. The there was there was I don't know if it was quite that intense, but there was definitely a scene that intense. was totally unnecessary at yes. the end of the movie, and Look, and it was one of those things that really put me off from the movie itself. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, that was unnecessary. I'm telling you, man. That. I I kind of hate sex in movies. There are there are times where it's done where it's needed to be done for the plot, but usually when there's a sex scene in the film, it's clearly just there to titillate the uh, the audience, yeah. and I just I don't care for it. Uh, you know you know what I thought was one of the best, um, and I'm, I'm not going to call it that, but like romantic scenes in movies that we've watched recently, fucking Rocky. Yeah. Like the scene between him and Adrian in the apartment where like they both finally just kind of give in. Uh, that, that shit was beautiful. It, it, Hunter, that was so much. That was so good to watch. You know what else was great about Rocky? Was there that? you go. Carl fucking Weathers. Yes. Yes. So segue. If, if we could do it through the screen, we could do the predator. <laughs> yes. The segue handshake. <laughs> I was at the store today and Lonnie, who was the original owner of the store, came in and me and him were talking. And then he looks at me and says, dude, Chubbs died. And at first I thought, okay, maybe he, please God mean anything else. Maybe there's a golfer or a NASCAR racer or a, a pastor named like Chubbs divinity or something. And I, I, I was hoping well, there is now. Him. <laughs> I'm on it. I was hoping it was him. Great. So I went to TMZ.com. Who that's has, obviously Ethan, by the way. Oh yeah, of course. Um, you know TMZ.com checks and rechecks the facts. That's what they do. 
Um, right, right. And I saw Carl Weathers had passed away. And I, I can say without hyperbole that Carl Weathers was was one of my absolute favorite actors. And I, I mean that. I know we, we, we compliment a lot of actors on this this show and on Extras and Epilogues, obviously, that I, I really love. But, like, I truly loved Carl Weathers. Almost everything he ever did. Um, I first saw – the first time I ever saw him was actually in Happy Gilmore. That was actually the first movie I ever saw him in. That's probably the first one I can remember, yeah. But then it was his role in Predator – and, and the joke that they made in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia when they're talking about running Predator again, he's like, you know, the 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 the, the muscle mass of that film the, alone, Hunter. The muscle mass alone. See, this is what Carl, I Carl Weathers, Jesse the Body, body Ventura. Um, Carl Weathers. about body mass. That's what it is. He was so good. He was so good in everything he did. And I was so happy to see him pop up in The Mandalorian. And he was my favorite character in The Mandalorian, like hands down. I told Lindsay many times, I hope Carl Weathers is in this episode. Um... <laughs> Why him? Why I've, not Gina Carano? Oh, I've never watched Arrested Development, despite the fact that people have told me over and over I should watch Arrested Development. Evidently, he he plays himself in that, and it's very okay. funny because he's like. So Aaron was telling me about it today because we were talking about that simultaneously. Um, he he plays himself, and the the running joke is that like he can't get work anymore, and so <laughs> like, just constantly like finding ways to like scrape by. There's something about him throwing like a, a bone with some meat on it into a pot, throw some stock in there. You got soup later on. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know the bit, but evidently it's very funny. Uh, Arrested Development was a show that missed me completely, but Same. now I'm kind of tempted to just go see, which is crazy. See what he did in it. Because again, you talk about a cast: David Cross, Will Michael Arnett, Sarah, David yeah. Cross, just, yeah, um, um, Justin, Justin Bateman. Was that who it was? Uh, Jason, Jason, Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. His yeah. sister's Justine Bateman, right? I think so. Yeah. The only thing, so. the only thing I know regularly from that show is like gifts and memes and shit. Because one of the ones that cracks me up is the mother always saying, "How much can a banana cost? Ten dollars." <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. Bit. There's always money in the banana shack. And I know that. I know that bit. There's money in the banana stand because it turns out there literally is money hidden yes. in the stand, and they have oh, to like break um, it open together. Oh God! He was, on, he was on the Larry David show. I can't remember his name. He uh, he plays the I, dad. Uh, oh, Jeffrey Tambor. Oh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Tambor. Tambor. Yes. Tambor. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Um, excuse me. I was making the ringmaster bit. Uh, Lanny Pofo. Lanny Pofo. That that and, popped uh, up. Cab Galloway. That that popped up in my uh, <laughs> memories the other day was when Lanny Pofo passed away like a year or two ago. Oh god, boy, I hate I hate death. I I was talking to somebody the sort of day. Yeah. I said I, I hope this is we're all just living in the dream of a, of a giant you know space turtle because death Ooh. sucks. Death sucks. And uh, as we get older, as we, we walk that one lane, that one direction road, more and more of the people that we loved when we were younger are starting to fade away. And today, Carl Weathers was that person. And uh, I'm very sad about it. That's why I drank this entire bottle of Stella Rosa. And I'm thinking about going up there and grabbing Wait, a second did you one. you say drink? Yeah, it's gone. Hold, yeah, he said, he hold said it past up. Tense. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, it's gone. It's oh. Gone. Well, don't um, get you it yet because it again. don't get it. Yet. Well, Tanner's wrapping his fist so he can draw the X's on his hand. Yeah, right. <laughs> somebody's got to be in. Look, I'm straight um, is enough. <laughs> you could walk a straight line right now. <laughs> oh, shit. No like, shit. I have never seen I've Predator. I've not seen Predator. I have seen Predator. I just don't have the the love for it now that you all do. But you have a love uh, for Carl Weathers in that movie. I have a love for Carl Weathers in general. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I, I will not be on the high ground that these other guys are. Fuck, fucking, you made a mistake not liking Predator. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't, you know, you know what, Cody? Hang on, I got something for you. Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna take him a minute. Let him get to the. He's bit. Gotta get Come to... on. Oh, it's back. It you back. put it back on. Yeah, no, I see you how it gets better. This, oh, and Tanner, this is classier. Fornicate internally. <laughs> there you go. I can't play. I, <laughs> I want to anyway, play. Um, I mentioned. I, uh, I mentioned this. Go ahead, Tanner. I just, I, you know, I, I don't have that. You know, it, for me, it's not just Predator, but it's, you know, it's Happy Gilmore. It's, I fucking love Rocky. Yes. It's. it's he was the best part of Rocky. Fucking, fucking now, Star Wars, like Mandalorian. Yeah, that show was going to be fucking hurting without him now. Well, because they lost, so they lost Gina Carano, obviously, for different reasons, um, for justified reasons, right? But so, like, like, everyone from that first season that like got popular, that got over, as we say in wrestling, um, is gone. You know, the only one left is Grogu and Mandalorian because the robot they killed off. Uh, Carl Weathers passed away. Really? Gina Carano got canceled. Yeah, it's yeah. robot's kind of back. That robot was Alan Tudyk, right? No, it was Taika no, Waititi. Uh, yeah. Oh no, Alan Tudyk was—he's uh, the robot on Hitchhiker's Guide. No, no, nope, that was uh, that was shit, Alan that was, uh, that was Martin Freeman. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say yeah, Martin Freeman because I was thinking the star uh, of the movie. Oh, yeah. God damn it! I've he was the up. yeah, he was the Rogue One robot. K Queso. Okay, thank you. Yeah, Queso. thank you. He's an Andor. Yeah, two yeah. SO. Yeah, he was awesome <laughs> in that, by the way, but. Uh, yes. Oh God, Rogue One's a good movie. Anyway, no, Carl Weathers. Um, yeah, I'm, just, I'm bummed out about Carl Weathers. I am. That sucks. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. It, it, eventually, so um, many people die on you that you stop knowing what to say. Like I used to post tributes to everyone yeah. that I'd watched that had passed away, but my God, what is 20, 30 people a year? Eventually, it's just like you post the link from TNZ and go, "That sucks," and you spell "sucks" S U X. Because what else do you say? <laughs> Well, especially because then people are going to accuse you of being fake about it. Yeah, I didn't know so, Hunter. I didn't know Carl Weathers personally. We never hung you didn't out. Know him? You're not. Yeah. you're not allowed to. How dare I mourn him? Plus, my Facebook's just a resume. That's <laughs> what I understand. I, uh, because I know we don't have uh, a lot of other stuff to get into, and we all want to go play video games. I threw this in the chat, the one of the chats the other day. Um, and this is gonna just full on sound like stoner talk, so just bear with me for a minute. Go for but it. It's a uh, you. You were talking about, um, you know, hating that we're on this kind of like one track, and we always. I did not know until recently that it is such a, a uniquely, not necessarily American, but North American way of looking at the world that that we think of the future as the road ahead, and that's where we're going, and everything else is behind us. Um, I was reading a, an article about perceptions of time uh, around the world. And the one that interested me the most that I really thought was just uh, of all places, Madagascar. And I'm never going to get the name right. It's like the Magalasian people. Um, I think it's just the term for the people who, who are native to, to Madagascar. So they, they view time uh, almost exactly the opposite. It's almost like you're walking backward down the road. The future is coming into like literally the back of your head coming into you from behind because you can't see it coming, but it's always approaching and it's flowing into you. Um, your past is actually what's in front of you because you can see it. You know what happened. You can witness it. And the further it gets away from you, the further you get from it, the less perceptible it is. You forget and uh, can't see it quite as well. And then the, it's not even that simple. The present is your peripheral vision, is the stuff that you can't quite see uh, because it's always changing. Like quite literally what was the present a second ago is no longer the present. 
And so you can't always look, you can't ever look, sorry, directly at it, uh, but it is still in front of you and still perceptible. Um, I don't know, man. I, I Again, I know this sounds like really overindulgent and, and all that, but I it it's one of those things where I came away from that going, this is how I want to try to start perceiving like the world. Because every time that we come up with a, a death of somebody we love from our childhood, whether it's someone we actually know or someone, you know, we, we've never met, but they made a big impact on it through, through pop culture and stuff like this, it does get harder to look and go, well, that's behind me. I'll never get that back. Yeah. Right. And instead, this is more of a like it's right there in front of me. I can still observe it. I can still appreciate it and and and, and uh, enjoy it. Eventually, yes, it'll fade out from there, but um, it's always there as part of something that that I I did and I know. And I'm gonna choose to start trying to think of it that way. I, I'm almost forty. You're over forty. We're all getting to that oh, point. Whoa, like, easy. <laughs> oh, would you rather me what? do the bit and say you're over sixty? You know, I <laughs> I prefer it. He's knocking on the doorstep at seventy five. I was like, right people, there at that point. I, I tell people when when people younger than me say like oh, you know like oh man you're you're old. I'm I tell them and this is true. Age is relative. To you, yeah. a, a 15, 16 year old, I seem like an old man. To a fifty, sixty year old, I'm a kid. Um, I also if I, I die at 43 times, which I will you'll live no, past you me so who's the real winner I, I have said this numerous you. times to my uh, quote unquote co-workers it is not an achievement to be young that's the default stage if anything yeah. the achievement is living longer which means I'm winning yeah uh, and and if being young is the achievement to you and you can't get past that then I still win because I did it first yeah so yeah you i really don't know what you want from me <laughs> what what is the old saying youth is wasted on the young yeah yeah it's yeah. true when you get older you realize the things you should have appreciated and, and everyone's parents say it don't rush to be an adult yeah. you're gonna miss this when you're older and you're like ah screw you dad i can't wait to drink <laughs> i'm then, gonna live forever i'm gonna live forever man <laughs> And then you get a little bit, you get a little bit older, and you go, "Oh God, I wish I hadn't wasted so much when I was younger." But at the same time, being older is pretty cool. I do a lot more things. I'm more established. Um, they no longer card me. I uh, get. Doesn't that I, hurt just a little bit though? Well, I, they don't even flinch. No, I'll yeah, tell you, you what. Go somewhere where they should take your card, and they're like, they're like, "Yeah, you're good." I'll tell like, you what you hurts. Sure, though? I'll tell you what I hurts. Got it right here. What hurts is how many fucking. Uh, letters I get in the mail for hearing aids. <laughs> Lindsay can vouch for me. Have you all the time? Have you started getting anything from AARP? Oh I yeah. Oh yeah. I have. Yeah. I'm Thirty fucking two, dog. Yeah. They just assume we're gonna bounce out early these days. So we might as well get that shit in now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I just and expect to see us dropping, and they expect us to drop fast. <laughs> I do have a question. Cold. Oh, go ahead. Oh, okay. Before you go back to that, because we're on a random bit, why are there Pop Rocks in my Oreos? Uh-oh. And why is it weird? Because the market executive said you'd they like ran it. out of shit to do. They That's ran it. out of shit to do. Just whatever. I don't just mind it, but around. when the cookie's been gone for a minute and things are still popping, want, it's weird. <laughs> you want the dickhead answer? Because you bought them. Hey, that's uh, why. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. People keep buying the damn things. I <laughs> love the phrase when the cookies are gone, but they still be popping. I love popping. that quote. Put that on a fucking t shirt. <laughs> when the cookies are gone, but they still be popping. Lindsay, we, we, we didn't miss the youth in this group. 
we didn't mention this when it when it first uh, when we first started talking about Carl Weathers, but to, to tie it back to age and all that, he was was it seventy nine or seventy six? Late seventy seventy nine. Yeah. Um, and yeah. he he passed in his sleep. They the the statement that yeah. was made that he passed peacefully in his sleep. I don't think that he was, as best I could tell, that he was ill or this was anticipated in any way. He yeah. just went and and I, we make a lot of jokes and talk a lot. I don't know, maybe it's not jokes. We talk a lot about like, oh man, I want to go out like in a, a blaze. No, that's that's where I I want to be. Just, no, just. I'm a, I'm in the same boat. Yeah, I just no. want to yeah in my sleep. Yeah. Bye. That one. Yeah. All right. So first off, Michaela, I want to get to her comment. She says she's 21 and she gets ARP emails all the time, and she has no idea why. Uh, that makes me feel much better. God damn. I do not. I'll, I'll be 40 in less than a year, and I've been getting them for a while. I okay, do. Cool. That makes I, me feel better. I do not want to die in my sleep because the thought that I hurt when I go to bed now, Please. like I hurt all the time. I. I, I a little trick of the trade. You're worried every time you go to sleep. Yes. That's the last one. Yes, a, tri- a little little secret for people that follow Shannon. I am literally in pain twenty four seven. That's not a joke. I always hurt Ugh. for various injuries and stuff like that. I'm always in pain when I go to bed. It feels like I'm dying, and the idea hits me every time I go to bed. I'm like, what if I don't wake up? That's scary. What if I don't wake up tomorrow? Um, but the opposite's also scary the idea of knowing you're about to die what must go through your mind in the moments before death like what do you think about is it oh my because i know what i'll think about i've envisioned my death i've put this on my facebook a couple years ago i had a dream so vivid where i i don't remember where i was but i started to feel weird in my chest um there was a pain there was a crushing pain my head started to go black I remember being extremely desperate. I'm clawing. I'm reaching in my head. I'm like, God, please. No, I'm scared to death. And then it just fades. And I just nothing. It was the, it was the scariest dream I've ever had in my life. And I woke up in a cold sweat and had to remind myself that I wasn't dead. And it was in that moment. I knew that's how I was going to die. That is what's going to happen to me one day. And it's terrifying. Um, so I always said that I wanted to know when I was going to die, but the thought of knowing you're about to die and what must go through your head is also scary there's no good ending there's no good ending when it comes to death michaela that sounds terrifying yeah try fucking living it that was the I scariest right thing now, i've ever experienced if, if i knew i was approaching it probably at least one of my thoughts would be when did this become horse time two weeks in a row equestrian hour two weeks it's the equestrian hour two, two weeks, weeks in a row. row i made the comment to emily i was like okay i'm doing the podcast tonight but it's gonna be really sad we're talking about carl weathers and i had to explain who it was i'm like yeah last week we talked about the shit show that's vince mcmahon and now we're talking about carl weathers like this is gonna be a weird episode <laughs> fucking i didn't know yeah yeah. Well, hey, well, I mean, to be fair, we've had so much time on Thursdays devoted to lists, or usually, except last night was a straight-up two-hour show. <laughs> Which is why we're ending this one now. I would love to now. go into. I would love to talk more about uh, Vince McMahon and how it, the shit's about to hit the fan. But let's save it for next week because God knows Better what's going to happen. Investigation. Yeah, this could get real fun ah. real fast, even more. So that'll be next week. Yes. Uh, for this yes. week, though, hey. Go back and listen to this week's episodes. We had some good ones. On Tuesday, we did an all-new I Want to Believe for the first time in like five, six months. And even though it was a light discussion, it was a good discussion. We talked about the the difficulties in studying the paranormal. We did manage to talk about Amelia Earhart and um, Aliens in Miami. Goes as well as you can imagine. Um, we didn't get to do E&E on Wednesday. Unfortunately, we will we will make up that up to you. We had a great After Dark last night. It was almost a two-hour show, so if you need something to listen to while you go to sleep, it's perfect. And then, of course, this is the Equestrian Hour here on Podzilla 1985. 
And next week, we'll do it all again. Next week, we're, we should be back. So uh, PZ85 Plays should be back on Tuesday. That's the next episode of uh, Deadlands, of Horror at Headstone Hill. Um, yes. Wednesday, because it is February. So again, we're going to try to get our last uh, Ian Ian for this month sometime this weekend, uh, watching uh, What's Eating Gilbert Grape. But next week, because it is February, it's rom-com February. So uh, we have a short list of, of things. I can't tell you specifically what it's going to be, mostly because we don't know and partly because I'm keeping it a secret. Hey, I know Should have led with that one. I know it's Ian Gilbert what they Grape. Are. His mom. God, no. Damn. Well, that's weird. Um, <laughs> I feel like Norm uh, MacDonald so, when I get tipsy. So, uh, yeah, it, it'll be a romantic comedy on on uh, on Wednesday uh, on E&E this coming week. And then, yeah, the other the other stuff. And we've be, got we got some great uh, some great romantic comedies coming up. Uh, when Harold yeah. met Maude. We'll be talking about that one. <laughs> no, there is a movie Harold and Maude, but they did not meet. Wow, so, like, I, I, I just I just combined two films. I apologize. Well, Harry, right. did. Harry met Sally. Well, Harry met Sally. Yeah. I know for sure you want to do uh, not sleepless in Seattle. Uh, while you were sleeping. While you were sleeping. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. With you the great Sandra Bullock. On the list as well. Um, and these were all just ideas, but these are ones that we were definitely, you know, kicking around as as likely I, ones. Uh, I have not checked on the veracity of how much they're streaming and all of that, so we'll see. We'll see I I almost suggested Warm Hearts because I kind of wanted to throw a horror movie into it. Have you ever heard of Warm Hearts? Mean, it wasn't bad. You mean Warm Bodies? Because yes, I've seen it and read the book. You're talking about the zombie one. That's the next one week Holt on. That's that's next week on Podzilla 1985, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good night. We'll see you later. <laughs>